Hello and welcome to Single Mommy Fabulous. And today we are excited to talk about dating in midlife, yes. which is an amazing topic <laughs> and also a disturbing prospect. Uh, so uh, I wrote about dating in midlife probably when I first started dating again seven years ago. And one of the things that I noticed about dating in midlife is that we are all very set in our ways, yeah. whether it's you or your new partner. Um, and sometimes those things are hard to overcome. And depending on our level of perceived desperation, um, we can give in entirely and give up entirely. And I, I, I did fall victim to that for a hot second, just wanting that attention and not paying attention to what was really going on. So, Adrian, what do you think about this subject? Well, you know, I, I just started dating at the beginning of this year. So I had not been, you know, in case you haven't heard some of our past episodes, which you should go back and listen. Um, I was married and my marriage ended in 2013, um, tragically. And so um, I didn't, I mean, I did kind of dip and dab for a little bit around 2016, 2017, um, but hadn't dated since 2017. So I just started um, literally New Year's Day this year. And it's been very interesting. Um, aside from, you know, the scammers, <laughs> which are hilarious. That was um, But yeah, I agree. I find that the men that I have met in their mind have a very clear idea of the type of woman that they want and are not willing to deviate. And are not willing to, you know, because everybody's not going to have, everybody you meet is not going to have everything that you want, right? Like, there's got to be a point where you kind of look and see, okay, I can, I can do without that. But like, these are the non-negotiables, right? Like the men that I've met, like their entire list is non-negotiables. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's just kind of like, oh, Okay, you know, and so right. it's been very interesting. And it's been, I think if I was in a different place in my life or, or a different time, it really would be screwing with my self-esteem. But yeah. I know better and I know that it's not that I don't have anything to offer. It's just that, no, I'm not going to check all your boxes and you're not going to check all mine, you know? No. So it's like, yeah, but it's, it's been very, 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 very interesting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I would echo that it's it, it it would if I was well it, I guess it has but um because I used to be a serial dater I'm not really a serial dater at this moment um, <laughs> I've kind of stopped and taken a pit stop with one person right now um, don't sound too happy <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Because he might listen, and then if he listens, I don't want him getting a big freaking head. Wow. Um, you know, <laughs> he already has one. It doesn't really matter what I say. So, uh, 
which is why I absolutely adore his face. But um, <laughs> it's cool. Uh, but, I, you know, I go back and I think about falling in love and dating in my 20s and 30s as compared to what it is now. Dating in my 20s and 30s was simple, right? You couldn't live in your mom's basement. Right. Even though this is California and that might be acceptable. because Right. Like that. Yeah, that's, I mean, you got to accept that these days. <laughs> you, you may be living in your mom's garage, but you have a six figure job and a Tesla. I don't know why that makes sense, but do it you, does. Do you at least pay rent? <laughs> do you give your $300 so that you can live in her garage and she doesn't mess with you because she's not in your business? Or do I have to deal with your mother? Um, <laughs> but I digress. Um, <laughs> Nicole's dating It was so much easier. I think not only were men easier um as far as their deal breakers and whatever else and what they were looking for was a little more fluid at that time it just was more fun and um with dating now it's almost like another job right so Mm. I have to go to work come home feed my kid get my kid somewhere so I can go somewhere then I go out with you, but I may have to pay a sitter or whatever. And if you're not the type of person like me to want to make plans, then you're going to drive me damn crazy. Um, Right. And I find that a lot of middle-aged men feel like they're entitled to tell you that their life is more important than their life is more important than yours. And you need to take off the time to take, to be with them. And it's usually not reciprocated, which is, superiorly frustrating and I don't even think that it has anything to do with anything other than age because I have I'm an equal opportunity dater and as long as you're half my age plus seven I will date you so um I've dated younger guys even during this period and they're still far less trouble I'm like Lord, I just don't want to be with these old dudes because they're just driving me nuts. And I, why are they so boring? You know, like that. Like the, my favorite is they show these pictures on their dating profile where they've been scuba diving. They're standing in front of the Eiffel Tower. They hike Kilimanjaro, and then you meet them, and they're not that I'm the most adventurous person. Let's just put that out there. But I do not want to come over and Netflix and chill with your 40-year-old ass. I'm sorry. That's not my bag. I want to no. do something. We got to go outside. We, yeah. Like, can we go to the park and at least walk around the freaking water? Can we do anything? Can we go feed some ducks? Can we go to the aquarium and pretend to scuba dive? I don't know. But I right. need some. I'm not so old. And I don't even think old ladies would like this. Because I'm not there, I don't know. But I, like, are you at seventy? Am I really gonna want you to be like, come on over? Well, let's watch a movie. <laughs> right. Watch a movie. My ass. Like, no, nah. not gonna work. You know, I think what I've noticed in my journey, I guess you could say, because I, I mean, I didn't really date in my twenties. Not, not really. 
you know, I was very back in those days, much of the mind that, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to give you my time, you're just my boyfriend. Like, I'm not going to be, you know, which looking back was probably not the most beneficial thing (laughs) Um, to just throw all your eggs in one basket. But that's just how I thought. Like, I just was like, no, if I like you, I'm just going to be with you and that's it. And then, you know, but, but even like the little bit that I did, like, yeah, I, I do find that it was a little bit easier, but I, I think now I could be wrong. I'm going to ask my friend James. James oh, Lord. A guest on the show before. I'm going to ask him. Uh oh. I honestly think that men, I think back in those days, in, in my experience, people, okay, all caps, my oh. experience. <laughs> don't come for me because I, I, I got time. Oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah, like, the dudes, and we're talking about young cats, 20, 21, 22, whatever. The criteria was so low. Like, you just had to be cute. <laughs> you True. know? You just had to be cute. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, come on. Whatever, right? I think men in in the middle age, you know, 38 plus, well, 38 to like 50, you know, I think that they are now starting to require more which i think is a good thing for them but i think it also causes a problem in the sense that what they are beginning to require is not realistic and we do it too you know so Mm -hmm. it's not just a man thing we do it too because like you said once you get to be a certain age, you're set in your ways. And it's like, if it don't look like this, and if it don't check this box, and if it don't make me feel like this, I'm out. And I've done that. I'm a runner. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. a runner. You know, yeah. the first sign that it looks like this is going to be some bullshit, I'm out. You I know, think which it- is not cool that's not the most healthy way to it's not because people make mistakes and it's like you have to allow for people to be people right and it's like if i want somebody to be patient with me then i have to be patient to a degree (laughs) (laughs) and i i only say to a degree because people will test that patience oh yeah so you know yeah i have to be patient to a, a degree too so it's like i'm not in that mindset anymore but it's like but yeah but i think i think men as they have gotten older and the world is different than it was 20, 30, whatever years ago, I think men are starting to require more than you just being cute well, or you just being able to cook. Like they want to know, like, are you, <laughs> do you make money? Like, do you, are you employed? Do you, can you take care of yourself? You know, because reality is you get together you get married or not, but like, you know, you're together. Like, what if he gets injured? Like, can you, like, that would be your, as a partner, right? Like, you know, so it's like, they're requiring more. And I think that we are not used to (laughs) those requirements. But I also do think that, that sometimes the requirements are out of hand and out of control and unrealistic. And it's like, bro, you're not going to get everything. You're going to get 80 to 90%. You might you're get 35%. Get right. <laughs> it, 
it, I, I, I'm, I, I'm honestly, I'm at the point where I need to ask this man that I'm seeing if he's lost his fucking mind. But, um, you know, because, you know, maybe he just likes taking care of me. I don't know. Something's wrong with maybe him. Maybe he though. does. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what exactly which box did I check off that was right? Because I'm a fucking wreck and I'm not sure that you understand what you've gotten yourself into. Um, however, I'm not stupid enough to tell you what you got it yourself into. So I'm just going to let you play this one out. So. Right. Oh, uh, I think that's one thing about dating at this age that I like, that mm-hmm. people who are dating seriously are not mm-hmm. in a rush. You know, it's just like, you know, you have the ones and then it's like, you know, you know what that's about. So it's kind of like, eh. But, you know, people that are that are really dating with the intention of finding a partner, like those people. Yeah. They're not in a hurry. It's just yeah. like, let's just, let's get to know each other. Let's hang out. Let's just talk. Let's just, you know. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, like, for me, like, I appreciate that because if you rush me, I'm out. <laughs> I, I'm, we're, we may have to have a few sessions with Adrian after this. <laughs> I told you, I'm a runner. Like, yeah, I well, mean- I mean, you know, uh, when you, when, when I think about myself and not to say that I was a super promiscuous person, but um, my theme song in my 20s and 30s was Little Red Corvette. And I told people this all the time and they're just like, and they're thinking of the song and I'm just, but I'm just. But the gist of what I was really saying, being the biggest Prince fan on earth, was <laughs> that I move fast and I'm gone if I feel like being gone and I'm here to be enjoyed while I'm here. And then I'm sorry if I never call you because I probably ghosted a lot of people back in the day <laughs> and um, didn't know that it was called ghosting and didn't feel like it was wrong. And now, as a middle-aged dater, when you ghost me, I'm like, aren't you old enough to just say, I don't like you? Like, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> like, can you communicate like an adult? Just open your <laughs> mouth and say, you'll suck. I mean, really, it's not that hard. Um, right. But then again, um, I'm probably reaping what I sowed. Uh, so, maybe. Uh, maybe. Um but yeah, it's 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 it, it's a trip. I so me with this person that I'm with now, I've known them for a really long time, and it's kind of weird because we had that connection and we have the fact that we like each other now. Um, but it started a shit ton of like exes from the grave. I was like, "Where, Girl. hello? What happened? <laughs> what? Why is my phone broken?" You ghosted me! <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you here? What do you want? What do you want? Like, it's like, oh my gosh. So, like, now I get random texts from exes, like, yup, 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 yup. Oh, I always love you. No, you never love me. Right. Or maybe, or did you? I don't know. Do I care? I don't think so. I'm not, this is not what I'm here for. Um, <laughs> And so... That becomes a little bit frustrating as you get older. It's like, dude, 
I don't play the back and forth. Did you not get that from my original feel like behavior towards you when you did X, Y, or Z? So one of the things I would say about middle-aged dating is don't expect men to act any more adult than they did when they were 20. Okay. That is just wishful thinking. And I don't want to say more adult because that's insulting. Don't expect their communication style to have changed from twenty when they were 20. Right. If their communication style when they were 20 was to just up and disappear, more than likely their communication style at 45, 40 is, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to just go and hang out over here for a while and then maybe I'll call her back in six months and then she should still like me, right? <laughs> right. Sure. Right. <laughs> or, and, and that's what's really like, it's so frustrating because before this guy, I was dating somebody else and he would just like, if I didn't initiate contact, he would go days and I'd just be like, all right, this is done. I'm done. I'm, this is dumb. You know, because right. in some senses, I was, I think I started testing him because I started to get a little annoyed. Like, why in the morning do I have to be the one to say good morning? And oh. why do I need to? I don't want to initiate everything. I don't want to be like, oh, do you want to see me? Blah, 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 blah. If I have to ask you to see me, then why are we together? Why? Why? I, why? I just, there's no point to begging for attention. No. Um, and that is, no. I either feel like I'm begging for the attention from a lot of men at this age or which I think is a universal thing because once when we look, women like somebody, we kind of, <clears throat> yeah, we can be something. We can be a little much. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is men, again, tend to want you to give up a lot. And they don't necessarily, they say they understand that you have a child say. Let's just use children as yeah, the that's example since we're we're parents, right? Right. And so we're like, oh, you know, Missy Sue has <laughs> a Missy pageant. Sue. Yes, Missy Sue. <laughs> Girl, I, I'm I'm I'll have to tell you about what's up in my life. I got more stuff. But Missy <laughs> Sue is uh getting ready to do a pageant. Miss Delta Queen. Yeah. And so I got to go get her her shoes. I got to go take her to get a press and curl. Oh, yeah. Um, and I got to make sure she gets fitted for this damn dress. All right. So for the next six days, Missy Sue consumes my entire life. Yeah. My entire life. And then you call me and this is your reaction. This is the reaction that I get most frequently. Okay, well, hun, um, Missy Sue has this, this, and this. I'm available Tuesday for about two and a half hours. That's what I got right now. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I completely understand. Bye. What? Wait, wait, wait. Right. Like- so you just ignored that I did make an opening. I, I said I have these two hours, and it was a marked invitation to you because I don't need, do I need it to say, Hey, on Tuesday, let's get together at these two hours. 
or, or are you going to just ignore it? Because maybe you're not available at Tuesday for those two hours, but you need to at least acknowledge that I said something to you. Right. Instead of just being like, nah, so, and then you go to work. This is what I imagine happens because I'm not a man. They go and they, not to work, because they, they don't do that. Okay, so they, they're texting their broke, the, the only guy who knows that they're dating me. And they're like, yeah, man, she didn't, she didn't want to hang out because Missy Sue has all this stuff again. And Missy Sue always has stuff. Why can't she? Uh, this is what I'm imagining because you haven't reciprocated or talked to me about the importance of my two hours. Right. Yeah. And what I got was, well, if you just don't have time for me, why, why can't you just say that? I, no, I didn't say that I didn't have time for you in general. I'm saying I only have time on this day. Right. So if you want to see me, it has to be this day. Otherwise, I'm busy with kid stuff and work stuff and other things that I like to do. And I'm trying to make space for you. Mm -hmm. But you can't have all my time because I don't know you. So you get this little bit of time. And if that's not good enough, then okay, kick rocks. But I love, like, they flip it like, oh, well, you just don't have time for me. Mm -hmm. That's not what I said. But if that's how you took it, then go find you some chick that'll give you five days a week. I don't know what to tell you. You need to go find a woman without any responsibilities because. I mean, literally. I I just don't. Unless you want me to come live up under you. Are you going to pay my bills? Is that what what we're talking about right now? Because that way you can have all the time you want that I'm in your face. And then you're not going (laughs) to. Probably not. Even then, no. But but you know what I'm saying. I know. I'm I'm just saying. (laughs) What is the alternative to make you happy, fool? Um, and no clue. Nothing uh, is actually the answer to that question. No. I know. Oh, and another thing that I've noticed about middle age dating, which sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not, mm-hmm. but I have noticed that when you're dating a man of a certain certain age bracket, <laughs> I don't want to know what um, the age bracket is because I'm older than you. Or just a certain, I mean, not like in this, in our age range, you Uh know, you you know, um, you have to be aware that they have a good 20 years more worth of trauma Mm -hmm. um, than when we were back in our 20s. Yes. So there's many more hurts. Can I tell you a story? Oh, you're sure. Yeah. I'm sure they'd love a story. Give a story. Gonna love this. Uh Oh, so no, in know. my dating journey, which uh-huh. for now is over because I did finally meet someone that I think, you know, will be good for a while, at least. 10, 15 minutes. I mean, you never know. So, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, God, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Um. <laughs> That's exactly my, like, my dilemma. I'm like, wait, how much? Oh, never fucking mind. Go right. Ahead. So uh, before this, it was a Several months ago, I was talking to this guy, um, and he was from Jamaica, and literally, it got to the point where it just felt like, I felt like he felt like everything that I was saying was a lie, right? And so I'm just like, I don't have any reason to lie to you, you know? I get people do, but I feel like 
he clearly had one or several bad experiences because it really was playing itself out in our interaction. So there were, we had a conversation once about dating mm-hmm. and just like kind of like our experience dating and this, that, and the third. And he asked me, you know, have, it, have you ever dated someone that was from Jamaica? And I said, no. You know, and he was like, really? And I'm like, no, I haven't. So for listeners who have not heard us from the beginning, I live in Georgia. A lot of Jamaicans here. Like, there's oh, a lot. can I get a beef pie? Then? Come on down. <laughs> They're everywhere, right? Like there's Jamaicans <laughs> everywhere. So he's like, really? And I'm like, no, I've never dated someone that is from Jamaica. No. So then like, there was that. Then there was another thing where I was telling him about one of my male friends. And he's like, oh, well, did you ever date him? No, I never dated him. You know, really? No. Yeah, I've never. No, he's always been in a relationship. I was married. It was never an option. Now that we're both single, still not an option. No, we don't like each other like that. Are you sure? I'm just kidding. Then the the part that there was, there's way more. I just can't remember all of it. But the part that killed me was he was telling me, he was asking me, you know, like, what kind of family traditions do you have around the holidays? And I said, well, you know, we don't really do um, like our thing is Thanksgiving we don't really do the whole Christmas thing and so he's like yeah well you know in Jamaica you know we have like a festival that you know where people get dressed up and blah, blah, blah. and I was like oh you mean Junkanoo and he was like how do you know about Junkanoo and I was like because I've been to the Caribbean and every not every but a lot of Caribbean islands have something like that like it's not necessarily call that, but it's like carnival. It's like the same thing, right? So I was like, well, I know about it because I've been to the Bahamas and they have the exact same celebration. It's just in the summertime. And he was like, no, it can't be. You must have dated someone that was from Jamaica. And I was like, bro, no. <laughs> what the? I mean. I haven't. I uh... I've went to the, I actually physically took myself to the Bahamas in the summer, when we got there, Junkanoo had just ended. Like, we literally got there the day after it was over. And it, for them, it's a week-long celebration, right? So we literally got there the day after it ended. So people were still, like, partying a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so the hotel that we stayed at, the lady at the front desk was telling us about it because she, she <laughs> bless her heart, she still had her face makeup on. <laughs> And so we were just like, what's that about? And she was like, oh, you guys missed it. You know, and like she was telling us all about it, showing us pictures, the whole everything. So I was like, bro, like Jamaica is not the only place in the Caribbean that has a celebration like that. Like I learned it from the Bahamas. And he was like, no, it can't be. Oh, my God. It can't be. You're not telling me the truth. And then I didn't hear from him since. Okay. Well, trauma (laughs) right right and it does yeah (laughs) you're absolutely right about trauma though yeah so it's like they're carrying a lot more and so are we like let's don't front you know we are too but 
No, I mean, you make an, uh, an extremely valid point that um, I wanted to make is we all come with baggage. Um, so, you know, he's going to come with baggage. You're going to come with baggage. Um, one of the things to learn, I believe, in all of this is about vulnerability and placing your baggage at the door. Um, not meaning that you don't look for, make red flags. Let's not say not look for them because right. um, one of the things that I know that trauma will do, um, because I was a trauma specialist, at, meaning in my life, I let my trauma run me. And you tend to be like, when's the next shoe going to drop? Yes. When oh is God. he going to turn into an ass? When am I going to have to punch him in the nose? Yeah. When am I going to have to run? When is the first time he's going to call me out of my name? Yeah. When, when is he going to slap me upside my head? When is this going to happen? And when is that going to happen? Because the trauma that I carried was more overwhelming than my desire to get to know someone and to allow them to love me if that was what was supposed to happen. Um, and I discarded vulnerability um, hmm. and put my luggage up as my shield right like yeah i know that men hit i know that men yell i know that men hurt i'm gonna like make sure that he can't hurt me by never really being me by being a version of myself that isn't real um which gets me in a lot of trouble i mean really um i tried desperately to hide all of the pain that I've been through um, desperately because it's who wants to relive it one and two who wants to tell it right right yeah and so I, I said all of that to say you have to learn to be vulnerable again if you're going to date and then that's yes. a very very hard thing um, to do, to let someone in to be like, you know, today I got upset with my ex and um, my, uh, the other parent, let's not call them the ex because that's not accurate, the other parent. So I text my dude, I'm like, please visit me in jail. I'm going to jail. <laughs> and it, it, I'm sure he's on the other end going, this girl has lost her goddamn mind again. Um, right. And so within oh i don't know 10 minutes of that text going out calls me what the what are you talking about <laughs> right why are you going to jail oh crap now i gotta talk about the trauma that led me to tell him that i'm gonna freaking <laughs> murder my ex um and i'm not i'm not and i'm not going to jail um right. and i'm not even violent let's just get that out there because you know the fbi might be listening um, just in case he shows up on the side of the road, I didn't do it. Right. Um, but, uh, so it was like, oh, he's like, so what happened? And I, 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 I try to not even give him the story, right? I'm just like, just visit me in jail. Why? <laughs> the, well, the other parent pissed me off. Why? Oh, fuck. Do right. I really have to? I'm waiting, you know, like, he doesn't say it. It's just like, <laughs> you can almost see him in the cartoonish way 
tapping his foot going la, 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 la. right like okay like i know we're going to get there but how long is it going to take Can right. you get speed it up sister i mean <laughs> i know i'm just chilling at a store walking around while i'm listening to you whine about your life but could you get on with it um <clears throat> so i finally did and he's just like mm, okay and then you know because it, we rarely comment on parental issues with the other parents. Right. Um, yeah. Which is smart on both of our parts. I think maybe we've learned something there. <laughs> but I'm just like, it is taking me going and finding this human who is like, you're extreme and I'm just chill and you, I'm going to ask you questions until you tell me. And I'm not going to stop. And it took that kind of person to make the real me be out in front of him. Like, yeah. I'll burp, I fart, I don't care. Like, <laughs> like it's like, we're here, here we are in my real world. I burp and fart and sing off key sometimes. But um, <laughs> here I am in my glory, honey. And you can either love me or leave me. I mean, and, love it or leave it alone. Right. So, you know, although I, 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 I love burping and farting. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm a teenage boy. But, you know, women, we try to hold that crap. In. I literally, other dudes, I hold that shit in. Like, like that, really? The bodily? And uh, like, oh, you go out and have beer and you're like, I why are we choking? I what never understand. And see, and I'm saying, this is what I'm saying is sometimes we're so, we're not vulnerable enough just to be like, I'm going to burp now. Right. Like basic body function. Like, <laughs> I don't know why that is. But no, vulnerability is hard, especially the older you get, you know, because you do have more baggage and you do have more bad stories and you do mm -hmm. have more failed attempts you know, mm -hmm. under your belt. And so it's like, I know I had a, woo wee, I had a tough time with the, yeah. the guy that I'm seeing now. Um, and it wasn't that I didn't, well, part of it was that I didn't trust that um, I could say certain things yeah. or I could, I could tell certain stories, right? Because I, like, literally, I just met you. Like, I don't know you. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not gonna like, open Pandora's box, you know, and then you be like, dang, like, that's a lot. You know, I don't really want to deal with all that. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you give a little at a time. But I remember we were talking about something, probably something about family. And I remember I just kept saying stuff like, oh, well, we'll, you know, we'll talk to that. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that at another time. We'll talk about it later. And he's like, we're going to have to talk about it eventually. So we might as well talk a little bit about it now. And I was just like, uh, you know, and I told him in that moment was like, I'm afraid that if I tell you, you know, what's up with my family, because um, it's kind of in disarray right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid if I tell you that you're going to be like, man, this is too dramatic. Gotta go. And he yeah. was like, you're going to have to take your chances. And, and I was like, damn. <laughs> well, and, and that's so true. Like, yeah. What 
person doesn't have drama. I'd like to meet them. And I when I meet it. them, I will slap them in the face because they <laughs> need a little drama in their life. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, I don't know what happened there. I might, I might have, like, something switched in my brain today. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, it, it, God, family drama, right? Like, well, yeah. That's the one. Like, that's people, where people really will be like, whoa, like, that's your fam? Like, right. I well, know, you think long term, like, damn, do I want to, like, marry into that? Do I want to partner up with that? Like, right. hell no. <laughs> you know? Or, yeah, that's like a, that's a major fear when you start getting into family stuff. Well, yeah, and, like, I've said before on this show, when my ex-husband and I broke up, I was always, I had so much shame as if I did something wrong. Yeah, that was my first problem. My second problem was the circumstances were entirely crazy, even for this world. Yeah, um, and people are judgy, and it—I knew it was going to hurt to tell the truth. Yeah, um, in more ways than one. Not just because it was coming out of my mouth, but because people are jerks and would say bad things. Yeah, and had men actually ghost you because of what that other human being who has nothing to do with your person mm. did to you right they didn't i didn't do anything like literally right. didn't do it right. and and i can rarely say that in a relationship where it's like clearly someone is at fault right the usual fault is we pick pick the wrong person, right? Yeah, that's generally what it is. It's not about they're not flaw, they're not terrible, they're not this. Okay, well I had some of those too, but um, <laughs> I digress. Um, but in this case, yeah. I really don't feel like I had any fault in the demise of my marriage. Um, no, I agree with you. There was nothing. I, there was nothing I could. There was nothing you could have done. And to nothing have, you could have done. Right. And to have it scar my dating life the way that it did, um, it, it, it really did force me back in um, and to fake a lot more. Um, and so, you know, real, the reality is with our baggage comes behavior. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm still working it out, folks. I really am, but I feel really blessed and fortunate um, to be at a place that's better for me mentally, um, and to have started to pick people um, who love me despite all of my yeah yeah. That's that's pretty. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm still not sure. Um, still not sure. Uh, but 
anyway, let's uh, get back to what we were talking about. I mean, not that this was really off topic or subject, but I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit in the honeymoon stage of my relationship right oh, now. Oh, of course. So. It's so new. Yeah, yeah. It's so new that I'm like, I love you and you're the I best know. person I ever met. And my heart is so full. You know what? And I, I feel like that with this cat over here. But I think, I think too, because um, it's a long distance situation and he has a very, he has a young child. Yeah. um, A six-year-old. Like, stuff stays pretty real. (laughs) Because it's just, it's like, we can't afford, we can't afford a honeymoon phase because- There's just way too much to consider all of the time. Yeah. And I think that that is a great segue into something that we should definitely broach in this, in another episode is just how to work that dynamic when both of you have children, because it is, um, it could be a slippery slope and you don't want to get caught up in some mess that ain't none of your damn business man none of your business i and i i have to and i'm very i am saying that very strongly because a lot of it is none of my business Um, yes yes yeah yeah like i yeah myob baby it is and you know (laughs) i know like I mean, we're not going to get off into it, but when Isaiah was little and me and his dad were dating, like, you know, other people, Mm -hmm. like, there were so many opportunities for it to go left. Thankfully, we didn't like each other enough to be really concerned about each other's business, right? Right. And that worked in our favor. We never, Isaiah, (laughs) Isaiah had no idea we didn't like each other until he was 20 years old. He had no idea. Y'all did a good job. I don't, I'm not a disguise. I don't disguise that at all. Yeah. Um, Which makes me a horrible parent. It doesn't. But we just, we decided because we knew we had overbearing parents. We, you know, uh, me and Isaiah's dad, we both had very overbearing parents. And we decided in the beginning, if we're going to do this, like the number one rule is, I don't care how I feel about you. He's not going to hear it from my mouth. And he's not going to hear it from your mouth, how you feel about me. Now, the grandparents can say what they want to say. But I will not talk bad about you, and you will not talk bad about me. And we held to that. And I I told him, I was like, yeah, my man or dad didn't get along. He was like, what? But that's very admirable that you both made a commitment and rose above the pettiness because in the end, the pettiness affects your child. Um, it does. And I try extremely hard not to be petty. Um, yeah. And we still manage to be petty with each other. Yeah. Well, um, that's fine. I'll you know, send without... you a petty text. <laughs> right. Like without Isaiah knowing about it, like, yeah, we were still petty. Like it didn't. Yeah end but it was just you know Isaiah had no idea but but navigating that and 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 dating when you especially when you have little kids like right now you know with Kalia she's older she's like almost 12 so it's like 
she understands what dating is and she yeah. understands what it means to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and yeah. she like she gets it so there's I don't feel like there's much that I need to shield her from per se right. um, because she's not she's not going to have that level of attachment that a little kid would you know where they'll just be like oh I like this person this is my favorite person and then you break up and then they're just like what happened to my person you know yes, like I have Kalia, she might get attached you know what I mean but she's old enough to understand that people don't always stay together and yeah. like that's okay and it's yeah. not like always a thing you know what I mean yeah. so it's yeah you this know. is definitely something we need to come back to. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I am no, no. I'm not. I'm not trying to cut you off. I think this is wonderful because it is a middle aged dating issue. Yeah. Whether your children are in their twenties now, um, they still have opinions. Yeah, um, or do. if your children are younger, they have opinions and they have yeah. feelings, and it's definitely something that needs to be explored on a different level. But also, it needs to be said in this particular podcast your children are a factor in your relationship regardless of if they never meet that person regardless of if they do um your children have a part of your dating life and how much of that a uh, part of the dating life you want them to be is what you need to decide and um you know these these things you know, this is all navigation, but this is such a big topic that it won't fit into our little time. No, uh, you'll have to stay tuned. You'll have to stay tuned because I <laughs> we are really going to come back to that. I mean, probably soon because I don't want to forget. I have a good story for this. I uh, know. I'm going to text you. Yeah. <laughs> you <won't> forget. <laughs> yes. Do that. So um, I think this is a great place to stop because we've come to a place where we know that this discussion can go on for a while. Yeah. And what I'd really love to do is get some middle-aged men on at some point just to tell us how stupid we are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, tell us how much we don't know. No. We don't know, you know. Well, you girls, y'all always think you know something. We're real simple. All we want to be is fit. And I've heard this shit before. Yeah. Except that's not true. Um, right. So shut your mouth and tell me you want me to cook, clean, wash your booty, scratch your back. I want to know it all. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I ain't got no time for your like half stepping lies and stuff. Who's going to be in charge of what? Like, you can tell me straight up. Like, if we're getting that way, if we're headed that way. Give me all the information, baby. All of it. Right. Me, please. I just, you know what? Make the decision for me to stay or go easy. Put it all on the table. Throw it out there like a freaking set of dice. Just throw it out. Yahtzee. There, I don't know. Domino. Yeah. I don't know. Yahtzee it up. <laughs> Yahtzee. Okay. So. <laughs> Until next time, stay fabulous. Stay fabulous, y'all.